With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to The Spilled Tea, your place for the latest on pop culture, entertainment news, and LGBT issues. Now, here are your hosts. Welcome back to another edition of The Spill Tea. I'm your host, Emmy Morgan. I am going to be solo today because um, Joe is happily celebrating his wife's birthday. Happy birthday, Jenna. And so I'm going to be riding solo today. But let's just jump into the topics. I wanted to start off with the reason why I wanted this show to be named Karma is because I really love the fact that karma exists. Um, One thing that I have done, I I think I told you guys that I used to have, I had one roommate situation that was completely and utterly horrible. I mean, it was the worst roommate situation I have ever had in my entire life, including the current situation I have um, living with my blood relatives. This was 10 times worse. Although I would argue living with my blood relatives and having them treat me poorly is kind of still even worse. But I'm going to say that the, the thing about my blood relatives is they've always been evil. I've known that my whole life. They've always been disrespectful. They've always just not, um, taking me into high regard. And my cousin actually um, has said, you know, I think it's mostly because they are jealous. And I hate saying that. I don't want any, I don't want to ever think someone's jealous of me. I don't, I really don't want to believe that. But the thing is, when you have someone like my half brother who doesn't have a job, who doesn't, apply himself at all and doesn't care to. Um, It's not like, you know, there are some in life that have never graduated high school, yet they have this drive in them to still make it because sometimes schooling isn't for everybody. But this man didn't, not only did he not graduate high school, not only did he drop out of high school after staying back four times, but now as an adult, a 51-year-old adult, he doesn't care about advancing his life to make it better. He doesn't have health insurance. He doesn't have uh, uh, dental insurance. He, he doesn't go to the doctors regularly. He doesn't get glasses on the regular. He doesn't apply himself, and he doesn't care to. He's, he is okay living off of my mother and living off of me, and he treats her bad, but he treats me worse. And I'm just kind of tired of it. And so what I learned from that very bad roommate experience that I had a few years ago 
is not to wish somebody ill. Because in the past, I have told him, I, I hope that you burn in hell. And I'm going to be 100% honest. I do hope he burns in hell. But I, more importantly, and I need to release that, and I, I've been working on myself to release that, just because my inclination is you treat me like shit, I hope your life is even worse. But what I'm learning and what I learned from that one experience, so I'll, I'll even detail it. I probably went into detail before. I was in a roommate situation where the landlord was my roommate and this person moved their partner into our living space and the partner had, we already had one dog and the partner had two more dogs to add to it. And it was just, always loud and and they they would invite their family over and didn't care to tell anybody because it's their space so they can do what they want and would question me whenever I would come and go out of the house would go into my room when I wasn't there would use my make when I wasn't there um would allow their dogs into my room and I just I finally said you know I have to move I have to leave. So I found a new place. And when I did, the landlord person, roommate, the landlord slash roommate started sending me text messages that were really, really evil. I can't wait till you leave my house. You're bad karma, whatever. So instead of me wishing ill on on that person, what I did was I left my key. I moved out when they weren't there. And I I took a second, like a quick second, and I just said, I wish you well. Come to find out their lives were increasingly worse after I left, which just proves to me not only was I not the bad karma that was in their life or the bad energy that was in their life, but I was holding the bad energy back. Once I left, bad energy came in. And I didn't do that to them. It just happened. And so my point is, I don't wish anything ill on him. I just hope that one day he wakes up and realizes, and this might be his karma, he realizes what a bad individual, like he is not a nice person. He has never been nice to me. When the, I was younger. I used to look up to him. He was my idol. He was my role model. To find out that this is the same man who outed me in high school, to find out this is, like, I had suffered so much abuse in high school because of him. And I just can't even fathom doing that to somebody. So I don't wish him ill will. I actually don't know what type of karma he's going to suffer. He will have karma guaranteed um even last night I was in the kitchen and he turns off the light when I'm in the kitchen and I'm like why are you like that you know what I mean so whatever karma he has coming to him is up to the universe is up to karma I'm not going to detail what should happen to him thing is karma does exist and it does work and the better person you are, the, the more good happens to you. In fact, what I did was I looked up karma, and I found 
a whole plethora of stuff. First of all, karma is the, the definition. Karma is the sum of a person's actions in this and previous states of existence. So whatever, if you believe in reincarnation or if you, if you don't, that's fine. But, and you may not even believe in karma, but have you ever had that moment in your life where you're just like, my life sucks and I don't understand why. What did I do? What did I do to make my life suck? It's because you were a bad person. Either you were or you are currently. And the worse of a person that you are, the worse your current life is going to be. That's just how it is. That's what karma does. Karma doesn't, let's say you were a bad person in your former life and your current life, you are completely humbled. You're completely different. Not everybody's going to be perfect. Nobody expects you to be perfect. I'm not perfect. But one of the there's 12 rules of karma. And I don't want to jump too far ahead, but one of the rules is seeing all aspects of you old and saying they are all you. So let's get into the, the laws of karma. One law of karma is called the great karma. Or sorry, the great law. That great law is cause and effect. What you reap is what you sow. What you put out in the universe, good or bad, will come back to you, good or bad. You can't sleep at night and say, I was a good person if you do some of the things that my half-brother has done. There's no way you can go to bed at night and say you're a good person. But when you wake up the next morning and something bad happens to you, it is because of what you did the previous night. That is what great law is inside of karma. Law of creation what you create into the world, exactly what I just said, you know, when you do something nasty and evil, like, for example, this is a perfect example, ended up, and, and it's, you know, the thing about him is that he does little things, and, and I even went into an explanation on my blog. Check out my blog, realemmymorgan.blogspot.com. I have a, a post about him. It's not that he does, I mean, he does do big things. He misgenders me. He dead names me. Those are big things. And he outed me in high school. Again, big things. But it's also the little things that he does. For example, um, my mother had said, oh, you know, whose TV is that? And he said, not mine. It was his TV. My TV wasn't even on that day. So, when you lie about stuff like that, it, and it's so small, it's so stupid. Why lie about something? Just be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'll turn my TV down. I don't understand why he would lie, but anyway. Aiding deception. He's creating that, and so what comes to him is what's probably going to happen, someone's going to lie on him. And he's going to be like, no, that's not true, but guess what? You put that out there, dude. You've created this lie about somebody and it comes back to you. Um, the law of humility. Before change can be accepted, before change, you have to accept your world now. So for me, it would be knowing my situation and how to change it. Um, for him, it would be knowing that 
he is not a good person and then saying, all right, I'm going to change. But you have to, it's almost like you have to vocalize who you are first. You have to admit, you have to be humble. You have to say, I am not a good person. You can say it to yourself. Granted, it would be nice to have apologies for you to be grown enough to apologize to somebody. But if you can say to yourself, I am not a good person and I am going to change today, this minute, this hour, that's, that's the law of humility. Recognizing the person you are before you can make those steps to change. The law of growth learning, healing, shifting, and changing. Um, I was talking to one of my friends, and I said, some people don't change, some people grow. Are some people that do indeed change? Like, this one guy, he was a Trump supporter, hardcore Trump supporter. He completely changed his views. I don't know what the antithesis of it was, but he did change his views. And every single day he grows as a human being. So those are two instances where he not only changed, but he grew. And after you've done that law of humility, you recognize, okay, I am a bad person. I need to change. You need to take the steps to change, and then you need to grow. A growth would be apologizing to somebody that you hurt. That would be complete growth. Growth within myself has been not reacting to certain individuals in my life. And also, too, another growth in my life, I try not to say something I can't unsay. I can call someone a jerk, call someone a bitch, call someone an apple, but going into their, um, what's the word, insecurity, bringing those out, that's something you can't unsay. You can't unsay calling someone uh, a pimple-faced ass. You can't unsay calling someone mentally challenged the R word. You can't unsay those things. So just be mindful of what you, how you argue with someone. You know, I think some people, when they argue with somebody, it's arguing to the death. Unless you plan on being friends with that person or having a relationship with that person, after that argument, don't say things that you cannot ever take back because they'll always be in their minds. Now, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I told my mother and my half-brother, when you guys pass away, and I said it separately, when you pass away, I won't be at your funeral. I fucking mean that. I won't, I won't attend their funerals. As soon as I move out, I'm never coming back and I'm not going to have contact with them. They are my, they're to me what Meghan Markle is to her family. I, well, the reverse, sorry. And the reason why I state this, especially on this podcast, is for tracking purposes as well, when I do rise up there. I don't want people to say, oh, why don't you have a relationship with your mother? Why don't you have a relationship with your half-brother? Go back into my podcast and find out. I detailed what it was like living with them. I detailed what it was like being in their world. 
They are not nice people. They are not good people. They are not people I wish to share my millions with, share my wealth, share my fame with. They are not those people. They are evil people. And they will not change and they will not grow because they don't care to. So I'm not going to educate them. I'm not going to try to be nice to them. But I'll respect myself. What I won't do is stoop to their level in order to make myself look better, so to speak. Um, They do to me. I won't do back to them because I don't have to. I'm not the only one seeing how this works, how they are. I am not. Other people, other existences see it. And I know it sounds kind of crazy talking about, you know, the universe and God. But these people believe in God. They believe in heaven and hell. Yet they don't take it into consideration when they do certain things. So, law of responsibility. Taking responsibility for your actions. Knowing I hurt this person and I need to own that. That's another piece of karma. And letting you know all of those are you. They're all you. The bratty old you was you. The current learned grown up you is you. And whoever that future person is, that's also you. The law of force. Having willpower to focus in on one thing at a time. What that means is, um, that's a tough one because I know that I want to excel my life. And I know that I want to eventually be a celebrity. But I think what that means is, knowing when to focus on what is important. So at one point in my life, I was trying to balance the importance of my mother's family and the importance of my white family. But my white family is the most important, not my black family. My mother's side of the family, there are certain individuals that are amazing, but overall, not important. And I need to be cognizant of that. I need to understand that, and I need to stop splitting myself. You know, I was trying to celebrate Christmas with my mother so that she didn't get offended and also celebrating with so they wouldn't get offended. And now I need to stop doing that. I need to stop trying to split myself because one family is amazing and is welcoming. The other one takes too much work and too much energy and is very toxic. Um, The law of giving and hospitality. Being selfless. uh, Doing something just to do it. One thing that I think that we should all do on an unselfish level is we should all contact every friend of Asian descent that we have and check on them. Not for any other reason, not to post about it. You don't need to post about it. Oh, I checked on my Asian friend. 
the only thing that you should be posting is check on your Asian friends because they are going through a lot. They are going through what people of color in the black community went through last June. Just check on them. Selflessness. If I have five extra dollars and I'm at Dunkin' Donuts, I will leave that five extra for the next person. If I, um, even like the littlest thing, like when I'm doing DoorDash or when I'm doing um, Grubhub, I round up so that I can give it to charity, you know, Uh, just the little things. Again, little things add up. And you never know. Not that you want to do it for to get a return, but you just never know what could happen by doing just the most selfless thing. Um, Law of here and now, being present, you know, um, knowing that you have a past and you wish that you can change things, but at the end of the day, you can't obsess over what you could change and you can only change what you can in the present. That's what the law of here and now is. The law of change, understanding when to stop repeating certain things. So if you keep going out with the same type of guy that's emotionally abusive, physically abusive, change the type of guy that you're going for. That starts with changing who you are inside. Because let's just be 100% honest. We are never going to be at a spot in life in this existence where men are told, stop abusing women, stop raping women, stop doing all these things to women. They're never going to get the education. We need to pull back and say, we need to avoid men like that. So be proud of who you are. Stand up straight. Walk with your head hell high. You're a beautiful human being. You don't need you don't need a relationship in your life. You need friends and you need family. And family family is a collection of people that love you unconditionally for the rest of your life. Blood relatives are people that are connected to you through DNA. Family and blood relatives aren't always the same people. And you need to be cognizant of that because it'll avoid a whole, a whole lot of confusion, a whole lot of heartache for you. So just be aware of that. Law of patience and reward. The phrase hard work pays off. It's not just a phrase. It's reality. And the last last law is the law of significance and inspiration. Um, allowing the world to see your uniqueness. We all, you know, at some point have said, oh, I'm a boring person. No, you're not. You have beauty in you and you have no idea. Celebrate that. So with all that being said, I'm wondering if some of the karma is coming to some of my favorite celebs. 
it's come out of, you know, we've talked extensively about Sharon Osbourne and what she did on the talk. I think with her, it's starting to come to a head. And we're really seeing the breakdown of her. She has now gone on record saying that she was ambushed. But it's weird. She says she was ambushed, but she was told right before the broadcast, we're going to go, we just want to clear the air about this. She wasn't, she said that she wasn't made privy to the questions they were going to ask. Of course she wasn't. So when Cheryl asked her question to her, she felt blindsided. So that's her take on it. Cheryl Underwood is, has gone on record saying, I hold no ill will towards anybody. I asked my friend a question on air, the same question I would have asked her off air. And because we were just talking about it, I just asked her the question. That's it. I didn't think it would blow up to be this big. But I think it's going to bite Sharon in the in the tuchus because now it's coming out that allegedly she said some racist things about Julie Julie Chen. Allegedly she said some homophobic things about Sarah Gilbert. <laughs> Damn. This is when, if I was Sharon Osbourne, I would say, what did I do to get here? But she's doubling down and saying, I'm not doing nothing. These people are attacking me. Okay, girl. Okay. <sighs> um, the Property Brothers are also in the news. Their contractors are being sued. So they're named in the suits because they introduced the contractors to their homes. But taking a look at some of their shows, some of the people in their shows are suing them now, saying that their contractors gave them shoddy work. And so now I'm looking at their franchise like, do I even support it? Knowing that they hired unsavory characters, like it's made me question whether I should support them or not anymore and I hate that where the curtain has drawn back on everybody literally everybody Tom Hanks was allegedly in some child sex cult thing and and just I'm so sick of hearing on one hand I'm sick of my favorite stars being maligned on the other hand I think it's important to hear if these people are um, predators, liars, schemers, scammers, like, I think it's important. So I'm, I don't know where, where I lie. I don't know where I fall because um, allegations that Brad Pitt was a domestic abuse uh, abuser. There was the same for Johnny Depp. In both cases, it was proven wrong. Johnny Depp was his last wife, Amber Heard, accused him in court of abusing her and whatnot. But then all of Johnny Depp's friends come out and ex-girlfriends all say, no, he's not. He's not an abusive person. I have text messages where he was saying she was abusing him. And even the, the $7 million that Johnny Depp gave her in the divorce settlement, she didn't use it 
on the domestic violence charities that she said she was going to. And what happens is when someone lies about one thing, their credibility is shot across the board, completely shot across the board. So it's like now do we, even if Amber Heard is correct that, you know, these allegations against Johnny Depp are true and he did beat her, can we believe her now? She lied about giving money to charity. What else is she lying about? That's how I feel whenever I, I, I hear somebody has lied because I try my best not to lie. And when I say that, I, I, I mean that I do tell little white lies, you know, with my friend, you know, oh, do I look cute in this? Sure, girl, you look cute. But then I, I, I sit back and I say, how can I tell them the truth without being mean? Because I want that too. I look horrible in something, and I think I look cute. I want you to tell me. If it shatters my ego, fine. I don't care. But just be honest. Um, And then with Brad Pitt, he was accused of domestic abuse towards his kids. He was accused of alcoholism. He has come out and stated, I am an alcoholic. But the FBI – well, first of all, the L.A. County – Children's, um, what is it? Oh, sorry. The L.A. County Department of Children and Family Services did clear him of domestic child abuse. But we have to take that with a grain of salt because that same department cleared Gabriel Fernandez's parents of domestic when this kid was being beaten and when this kid ends up dead at the hands of his mother and stepfather. So we have to take that clearance from the L.A. County Department of Children and Family Services with a grain of salt. We really do. We had hoped that with it being celebrities, they would be more thorough, but they should be thorough no matter who it is. So I'm going to take that with a grain of salt. What I am going to take very seriously is that the FBI was called because there was an allegation that Brad Pitt slapped um, their oldest son while in front of every the whole family, and he was cleared of that. Um, that was one of the main last straws, apparently, allegedly, of the Brad Pitt-Angelina Jolie marriage. So that having the FBI clear it makes me feel a little bit better. Um, But I just feel like so many of my favorite stars are now maligned. Like Johnny Depp was fired from the Fantastic Beasts franchise because of Amber Heard's claims. But did she lie? You know what I mean? Like, so I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what to believe anymore. It's so tough. And it's like, I want to I want to keep supporting the people that I keep supporting, but it's like, I keep thinking, you know, what am I going to find out about this person? You know, now Army Hammer is being investigated for um, his claim, um, the allegations against him. So it's like, I never knew about that until I read about it. So, ugh, and I don't want to believe that he's this, sycophant, sociopath, 
Patrick Bateman type of character. Um, but he's under investigation. And and it really irks me. And I, I, I know I shouldn't be comparing the two. But it really irks me that certain crimes are set up and other crimes are not. Like, there's a priority with crimes. All crimes should be investigated, period, the same speed, but they aren't. And so when you have trans women being murdered, when you have black people being murdered, it's not really investigated as quickly as it is when you have a white girl saying she's been raped. Says she was raped. It's not investigated the same as if she was white. And I really, that really irks me, and I hate having to say that, but... This is the world we live in, and I am being 100% true. So, um, Speaking of tragedies, um, I do find it also strange that when a celebrity is involved in a crime, they're called sickos. They're called uh, sycophants. That you know, Army Hammer's dragged through the mud. He's not going to have a career, more than likely. It's, eh, maybe I don't know. But oh, you know, the wealth. Even when Meghan Markle and Prince Harry came out and said there's racism in the palace, they were told by. Some people in social media, oh, two millionaires crying about their perfect life. Boo-hoo. Then you got, he's a man. He's 21 years old. He goes to three different massage parlors in Atlanta, kills eight people. And the sheriff says, oh, he had a bad day yesterday. He's a sex addict. He admitted to us that he's a sex addict. And he shot those places up because they were temptations for him. I don't, that's a motive, not an excuse. But also we have to take in consideration he only killed Asian people. So whether his intent was to, to shoot up his, his, uh, Temptation, what he did was a hate crime. He killed only Asian people, period. That is a hate crime. Whether he was motivated to kill them or not, it doesn't matter. What he did was he only killed Asian people. And we need to stop demonizing sex workers. It comes out that, that is, those three spas were rub-and-tug places. People are looking down on them as, oh, well, they were just, you know, sex spas, so it's fine. No, it's not fine. Sex, sex work is, first of all, you don't know the circumstances of those people in that spa. That could be the only thing they can do. When we are fired as trans people, the only resource, the only job that we can do is sex work sometimes. God, knock on wood, I have never had to do that. But there are some trans people that they go to sex work in order to survive. We need to decriminalize sex work, and we need to take the stigma off of it. 
everybody who opposes sex work and looks down their nose at sex work typically are people that go to those sex workers, that go to OnlyFans, that go to a porn site. So why are you making fun of the things that you rely on for stimulation, you know? Stop demonizing sex work and um, sex workers because you have no idea what they're going through. Um, this is the second time in my entire history that we actually have a caller. I have no idea who it is, but I'm going to welcome them. Hello, you're on the air. Yes, good morning. Who am I How are speaking you doing? with? Uh, my name's Mike. Thank you for taking my call. Hi, Mike. Where are you from? Minneapolis. Hi. Thanks for listening. What brought you on um, to call me? Yeah, I just I know I saw your show on Blog Talk Radio, and it's just an mm-hmm. interesting title. And I was hoping to maybe see if I could talk to you about some you know different issues because maybe I have a different perspective than you, and maybe we can come to a better understanding because you know I think we are probably opposite ends of the spectrum as far as so you would. A healthy debate is good. I am more than happy to do that. What do you have on your mind, Mike? Yes. So I, I mean, I, I just caught the tail end of what you're saying. I don't know if you do. I do you identify as a transgender person. I am. I am a trans, a black trans woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So for myself, I'm, I'm a black male, and mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, and I've just noticed this drastic change in like American society and culture. Especially mm-hmm. pertaining to the issue of gender, and this is something I'm mm-hmm. trying to get an understanding of. Like, so growing mm-hmm. up, it was people were trying to be tolerant to, and accepting of people who were different. Let's say in this case, transgender, and the idea mm-hmm. of making them feel feel better. We don't want them to be bullied or disrespected or feel ostracized mm-hmm. or you know, like feel like an outsider. So people were sort of like, we'll go along with it to make them feel better. But when mm-hmm. did it all of a sudden turn into no longer like it went from that to now it's a it's a it's like a fact that a man can become a woman or a woman become a man and if anyone disagrees with that you get fired from your job or your business gets boycotted. So like when did we cross that line? So it's a lot. I I can't speak to being fired and stuff like that. To be honest with you, when I came out as trans back in 2015. I was willing to be fired. I was, will, I was preparing myself to not have a job, not have family, not have friends. I was ready for it. And I'm going to tell you, Mike, this has been the, one of the best transitions I have ever had. I have not lost one friend. Uh, my, my true family supports me. I think the narrative is that I think a lot of people see us and don't understand us. And so there's a lot of confusion on both sides. You are not transphobic if you say, I'm not comfortable around trans people. The transphobic comes in, I'm not comfortable around training. I'm not comfortable around you freaks. It's the language and the intent of your words. Also, um, I would love, love to get to a place where if I'm walking down the street as a black trans woman and I see somebody else who's black, I get a nod. But let me tell you something. I was on a live with um, a live IG story with Milan Christopher, 
who is a reality TV show uh, personality. And I told him, he came out, he posted a, a picture of his current relationship back in the day. And it was with a black trans woman. And he is a black man. Do you know the first goal that were ranking on him and, and, and calling him out and maligning him were black people? I well, don't yeah, understand, Mike. I don't, and you have to help me understand this, Mike. I don't understand how June 20, June 2020, when black people were marching in the streets alongside white people saying, you know, Black Lives Matter, and then that very day, this girl who got into a, a verbal disagreement, she was a black trans woman, got a verbal disagreement with a woman, suddenly all these black people are beating the shit out of her uh, and calling her a man, calling her a freak while they're beating her. How, how is a group that is a minority being oppressed going to then oppress another micro-minority? That's the part that gets me. Why doesn't the black community love each other no matter what? I wish I lived in the world you lived in, Mike, because let me tell you something. Even my family, my mother's side of the family growing up, they didn't like me because I was too dark-skinned as a black person. So I'm just like, I, I didn't ask to be dark-skinned black. Why, do, why are you, like, picking and choosing who you like? But then if I had a white friend, if I went to my white friend's house instead of visiting them, they'd get mad at that. So I just, I, I just need help understanding uh, why in the black community okay, are we so, so divided. Let me ask you, where, where did you grow up at? I grew up in western Massachusetts. Um, I moved from the Springfield to a, a suburb of Springfield, which was primarily white. Okay. So you would say you grew up, most of your life you would say you grew up more primary, in a primarily white area, and I'm just in a primarily exactly. white school. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So I've, I've experienced both. Like I, most my early years, I grew up in a mostly black area, then in high school I went to a mostly mm-hmm. white school. So I, I, I understand mm-hmm. both sides here. So yeah. you got to look at black culture. Anyone who grew up in a, in, a, in a mostly black area understands amongst black people, the way they operate mm-hmm. versus the way white people operate is totally different. So black people, like, growing mm-hmm. up, we played dozens. I don't know if you ever played that growing up, where you basically Play make one of each other. Uh, it's okay. a game called Dozens. I don't know if you heard mm-hmm. of it, but nope. that, that's, just, <laughs> that's just the standard operating procedure of, like, making fun of each other and one-upping each other. Mm-hmm. This is what black people do in mm-hmm. general, especially when mm-hmm. you're young. So when that transitions, that's why if you see in general society, black people are oftentimes way more disrespectful of other people than, let's say, a white person is. Mm-hmm. Because in white society, it's viewed as, like, you're supposed to be cordial and polite and all that. Yep. Black culture is the opposite. It's totally different. So okay. that's number one. Number two, mm-hmm. uh, black people as a whole, culturally, both in America and in our roots in Africa, have never been embracing of homosexuality ever. Even in most mm-hmm. African countries today, homosexuality is a crime. You go to jail for it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Our, our actual people don't accept it. Homosexuality, transgenderism is a European thing, if you know history. It comes out of Rome mm-hmm. and Greece and all that. That's, so that's why whites in general are more embracing of it, because it's part of their overall mm-hmm. cultural history. That's, what they, that's why they are more tolerant and accepting of it. So okay. that's, 
just to give you a background culture. Now, when I like you look that. at the modern context, what mm-hmm. we got going on now is people are being told out of, for the sake of politeness and respect, pretend that someone who's born a man who claims to be a woman is actually a woman. Mm-hmm. That's what we're being told. Now, I, I understand there's a, there's, a, there's a woke culture that's trying to say no, that's actually a woman. But black people look at that and say, let me get this straight. You want me to pretend that somebody is something that they're not for the sake of being polite? That's asking too much, especially if they feel disrespected. Because one, you know how it is. If they feel disrespected, they'll make fun of everything about you. It doesn't matter who you are. Like black women, especially black women, black women of all people never hold back on anything. If they if they feel slighted in some way, they'll make fun of you for everything from what shoes you got on to what you look like to your hairline. I mean, they'll go down the list. So if they find something negative about you, they're not afraid to bring it up. Unlike unlike white people who you rarely see them disrespect or confront anyone in public. That it almost never happens unless they're mm-hmm. drunk. So that just right. gives you a background as to why why that is. Where does the disrespect come in? If I'm walking down the street, minding my own business, being a black trans woman, notice I said black first, trans woman second, how am I disrespecting somebody walking down the street who says, oh, that's a man, that's a man? Why, 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 why would that happen? Because, in, well, first of all, most black people don't like homosexuality in general. They feel uncomfortable around homosexuals. They don't like transgenderism. Like I said, this is... This is this is the line of that's why I say if you're LGBT, they're better off mm-hmm. dealing with a mostly white culture. You don't wanna be you don't wanna be in the hood claiming to be LGBT. I'm sure you know it's not gonna be a friendly experience. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it comes down to who you're Shouldn't that change though? Shouldn't that change though? Because But being, why like why why would it have to change? Because you we don't pick and choose what who what and who we are. And when I wake up in the morning, it wasn't when I woke up that morning to say, this is who I am. That was after 39 years of pretending somebody that I wasn't. The pretending doesn't come in as me being a trans woman. Now the pretending came in when I was a gay man, that was me pretending. That was me being in gay relationships that I wasn't fully invested in. And I was hurting people because I wasn't who I really am. And the pretending also Wait, so were, were you, were you born play. a man? Yes, absolutely. No, no. Right, so then, I, I mean, then, then that's male. what you are. I was born a so man. So now you're pretending to be a woman. Let's, let's be honest. If, if we're gonna but, talk like, about you can't tell me who I really am, though. I'm telling you who I am. You can't tell me who I am. That's where it comes in. No, I mean, that, that'd, be like, that'd be like me saying, for example, I'm 33. That'd be like me telling mm-hmm. you, like, oh, now I'm 55, or now I'm 21. Nope. Not the like same. You can't, you can't, you can't magically your change your age. Just like you can't magically change no. your gender. This is this trauma, like a biological. You are. Character. You're wrong. You're talking about sex, not gender. I can't change my sex. I was born a male. I was assigned male at birth. But that's what I'm but talking gender about. Gender is a social. Gender is a social construct. It's completely different from sex. And even okay, sex. But, so like, what if you're born? Just use that definition. Gen- you just said a social construct, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just apply yeah. it. By that, you're saying. You're saying you're identifying as a, a woman. You, you're claiming to say 100%. you're saying I'm a black trans woman. That's my point. So when yeah. you say you're a woman, then you now you you're not talking about oh how I identify as to like what I dress, what I look like, how I sound. That's what you're talking. When you talk about social construct, you're talking about those things. When you say I'm a Correct. woman, 
a woman is a biological state, meaning you have right. a certain set of chromosomes, you have a uterus, a fetus, okay. an ability to produce children. That's what a woman is. That's incorrect. That, that's when you, that's when a you female. Up. And, and that's, 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 a that's, female. Where, that's where the, I'm saying that's where the, the, the cultural sort of um, clashes right now in America, which is. That's nothing to do with culture. That has to do with education. Well, you need to, do to learn what a female and a woman are. No, okay, the so difference we, we, is. It comes down to how do we that, define it. So tolerance was, it used to mm-hmm. be, you accept people as they are, you understand them, you know, we don't disrespect mm-hmm. them, don't bully them, don't, you know what I mean? And now, and this last be, year earlier, yeah. it went from that, which I think most people agree with, unless someone's got something wrong with their head, then they turned into trans women are somehow actually women, even though we know scientifically that's impossible because you can't become a woman if you're a man. I mean, just, you, you, know, you can be a guy who looks like a woman, but you can't, you can't actually be one. I mean, I'm, I mean, am I wrong? I'm, I'm talking biologically here. Yeah, you are wrong. Um, okay, in what way? Sex and gender are two totally, completely different things. Not one trans woman. When you go to a trans woman, and let's say, obviously nobody should do this, but if you were to go to a trans woman and you say, hey, are you a trans woman? We'll say yes. Women? Well, first of all, no one's born a man or a woman. You're either born male or female. Man or woman is something that happens when you grow up as a human being and you, I identify as a man, I identify as well, a woman. Those, those Completely different words things. Here. Man no, and male are synonymous. No, you're not. Synonymous. Someone doesn't, you're not born a man when you, when you come out of a vagina. You're born a male or a boy. You're, you're not born a woman when you come what's, out of a vagina. What's the you're difference between a female or a, woman. a man? What's the difference? Mannerisms. Well, what do you mean by um, life experience? How you dress, how you walk, how you talk. There are huge differences. No, no, we're talking about biologically. A man and a man, definition wise, is a synonymous term. No, they're not. The other part of it, for example, you can't be born a female and then say, I'm a man. You can say, I'm a a female pretending to be a man. That's that's the reality of what we're talking about here, right? Mike, then you can't what you tell someone who they are. You can't tell someone that they're pretending something because you are not in their shoes. You don't pay their bills. Oh, no, no. I'm talking about, I'm talking about in the opposite. I'm, I'm talking about in the opposite way. It's not, it's not us telling transgender people who they are. Transgender well, are telling all, the entire us, society you. of America, us as Americans, mm-hmm. and as, in this case the black community, you're telling us that we have to now like change our perspective of reality and act like this is actually someone, this this man is actually a woman. Like we have to actually pretend that. Okay. So so, you do realize that black people have been told you're monkeys, you're this, you're that by white people. It's the same thing. That's an apple and orange comparison. How can you compare? No, it's not. not You're talking about about a racial pejorative or a slur and you're comparing that to biological Sex. I mean, you can't compare the two. I mean, how is that even? We're, uh, we're not talking because about calling transgender people being a black a, a, a person. Pejorative term. You should accept people no matter what. It doesn't matter if you agree with it or not. No, you should we're not talking it. about accepting. You people. We're talking about defining. No, yeah, reality. we are though. That's two because you're things. telling people, I, I'm not talking about that I'm pretending to be something, and that is disrespectful. Well, that, 
But that is literally what it is. Disrespectful. I mean, if, if no, we're going to be real about it, how is that so, not? Do you know what it's like to be a, a trans woman? Do you know? Do I you pretty know much can understand. You I mean, you, 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 no, I mean, you did can't. Did you have understand. a sex change operation? Did you have a sex change That's operation? That's business, though. You're asking questions. Well, I mean, that, okay, okay. So my point is, if 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 the LGBT in this case the T is trying to have a real like understanding with the black community, then you got to keep it real on both sides. Can't we can't have it one way on one side and the other side can like half step it here and kind of like go back and forth. If 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 you're gonna be real, let's all be real then. If you are, you said yourself you were born a man or born a male, which means you had a certain set of chromosomes, and I'm assuming you had a certain set of genitalia. And at some point, you you decided to no longer be that, and you became something else, correct? No. We don't, we don't say, you know what, I want to try something different. That's, that's not it. You're making it seem like this is a choice. This is a life or death situation. Oh, no, I'm talking about physically. I'm saying physically you were one way, and physically now you're a different way, right? You can at least acknowledge that. You weren't, you weren't born in the current state you are right now. No, I was not. Okay, that's all I'm saying. So my point is, at some point in your life, you decided to make the physical changes to look like something else than what you were. Correct? Is that, I'm not okay. trying to just, okay. just lay it out. So we're you're you're, you're respectful okay. so far. We'll, we'll keep going. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now, at that point, when you do that, that's altering what you were. Because think about it. If you, if you had no physical intervention, whether it be puberty blockers or an operation, whatever, whatever it is that you're going to have to tell me that I'm just saying for the sake of discussion, if you mm-hmm. had not done that, you would not be in the state that you are. Okay. I mean, is that not true? So then, okay, so now, but, now okay, we're talking about, we're not talking about a physical issue, so now we're talking about a mental issue. Mm-hmm. This has to do with mentally, not physically. Mm-hmm. Correct? Okay. Okay. So now if it's mental, now, now, now we, now you can't bring the issue of race into it. Why? Because I didn't choose to be black. I was born this skin color. It's a genetic thing. I have no. I, I don't have an. I can't go and have an operation and decide. You know what? I don't want to be black anymore. Okay. So you had a, you had a voluntary decision at some point in your life to alter your physical appearance. So that immediately means this is a mental issue. This has nothing to do with physical. So now if it's a mental thing, now we got to ask ourselves the question of why do people? certain set of people in our society who are born a male or born a female decide or think that they're the opposite gender, male or whatever they wanted to switch to. Now we can talk about history. So most black people are actually aware of this matter. This is actually discussed a lot, especially by people like Omar Johnson, that around 1975, are you aware of the American Psychiatric Association and the DSM? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so they had categorized transgenderism as gender identity disorder. Now I believe it's known as gender dysmorphia, which is mm-hmm. it's considered, it was considered a mental illness that caused an individual to have, it could lack of a better term, be uh, a different uh, view of who they are, like or an identity crisis, essentially. But they think that there's something okay. opposite than they are. And so up until 1975, it was classified as a mental illness. Now, there was mm-hmm. a huge push by the LGBT you know, advocates and so forth who protested it. And they applied political pressure, and they got the APA to no longer classify it as that. So that mm-hmm. when they brought up their next volume of uh, the DSM, which is their sort of manual on mental illnesses and psychological things, 
um, their when they bought up their fifth volume or I believe the fourth of the fifth volume, they did, they no longer classified as, and they put a letter out explaining why they did it. They did it essentially for political reasons, you know, obviously. And so now, as time goes on, the general society is not even aware of that. And mm-hmm. now, what I've noticed, and this is my perspective, is that the LGBT have essentially taken this set of information that this used to be classified as a mental disorder, and now are claiming people are born with it. And this is where my disagreement will come in, because I would say it's no different than, for example, someone who has schizophrenia or bipolar disorder or a whole host of mental illnesses where people literally think that they're something that they're not, which we okay. all, even to this day, you would say is a mental disorder, you would say it's a mental illness. All of a sudden now, this particular thing, we have to act like it's something completely different that it's not that, because it can only be that. Because as I stated before, this is not a physical issue. This has to do with your mental state, what you think inside your mind. So if my dad, who I knew all my life, all of a sudden came home dressed as a woman, saying to me, I'm going to get a sex change operation, no reasonable person's first reaction to that would be, oh, this is a wonderful thing. Your immediate reaction would be concern. Because you would say, this man that I know all my life as a man, all of a sudden things see something that he's not, and he's going to literally change his entire body, including remove certain things and add certain things and take certain hormones that are going to alter his physical state. No, I mean, let's just be honest. That, that, there's no way you can say that's something that's other than a mental whatever. I don't want to disrespect and call it an illness, but it's really what it is. And I just, okay. as, so, because America is such a I polite society, we've allowed the LGBT mm-hmm. group to essentially pre- like pressure to go along mm-hmm. with it, and people are afraid to call the truth and say what it is. That's why I say to you, we got to keep it real in this thing. Otherwise, you know, if we're not going to lay it all on the side, how can you expect the other side to be more accepting, so to speak, if, if they can't keep it real on, on the other side? Okay, so I let you speak your piece, and... I'm okay with okay. that. I'm not angry about that. But I did do it uninterrupted. So when I speak, I hope that you respect the same, um, unless I'm asking a question. My first question, my first question is, um, well, not a question, a statement. When you say something, I don't mean to be disrespectful to anybody, it sets it up for being disrespectful. Um, and my second question, this is a, my very first question to you. Are you calling in to learn and hopefully grow, or are you calling in to just argue a point? I guess that will decide how I proceed going forward. Or it's both. Because okay. obviously okay. you're bringing some information. I'm bringing some information. You can try okay. to come to this. I'm just letting you know why people on the other side think what they do. Okay. So. Um, now I'm going to launch into what I wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you are calling it a mental disorder, what I am, who I am, um, you're assuming that, well, number one, if you call it a mental disorder, you and whomever is like you, for you to question and decide that we are wrong, you're basically in your words, making fun of somebody who has a mental disorder. That's what you're doing. Um, You're demonizing and kind of putting down people who have mental disorders in your mind. Number two, this is not a mental disorder. I want that very clear. 
care what happened in 1975. I wasn't born in 1975. I've never taken a study to contribute to that 1975 study. Uh, there has been advances, if you look medically, there have been th procedures that are done about cancer in 1975 that no longer are done the same way as they were. My point is, you can't take research from 1975, say it's applied to today, and then slap on a, its political tag. That's, that's not the case. I knew I was different. And just to give you a little insight, I knew I was different from the age I was four. And it wasn't because I had, you know, no dad. It wasn't because I, I, I did all these other stereotypical things that people did. I knew I was different, but I didn't understand how I was different. And it wasn't until I was 17 that I saw someone who was transgender on TV that I understood who the hell I was. So... From 4 to 17, I was completely confused, slated, not understanding who the fuck I am. And so when I finally did figure out that is who I am, from 17 until 38, I did so much research into how I can become that person. That person meaning the person I've always wanted to be since I was four years old, which is somebody who's unconfused and somebody who is happy because I wasn't happy my whole life and it had nothing to do with schizophrenia. I, I feel completely insulted that you would put transgender into the same sentence as schizophrenia. Um, schizophrenic people when they are off their medication do very bad things. The only thing that we do if we don't transition is kill ourselves, especially if we don't support and love and understanding from people. We don't go out and harm people because we're transgender and nobody accepts us. We harm ourselves. Really appreciate being compared to schizophrenia. Um, some of us don't harm ourselves and we just live miserably for the rest of our lives in a body that we don't appreciate. And not only that, my third point is why are people so pressed about what other people do with our bodies? I don't give a flying fuck who accepts me. I care if you walk by me and say something nasty. I care if you fire me from my job. I'm doing my job the same way, but I just look different. I don't care if you accept me or not. I don't care about that shit. What I care is that I'm treated like an American taxpayer that I am. And for somebody to say, because you're transgender, I'm not going to be nice to you. I'm not going to sell you cakes. I'm not going to wait on you at a restaurant. That is discrimination. Whether it's race, whether it's gender, it's discrimination all the same. Understand why people don't just leave everybody the fuck alone. You see someone different from you? Are they happy? That's all you should care about. Are they happy? Then fine. Be happy. What we are going to talk about, though, is the fact that every time a transgender woman is murdered, it's because of the fact that it's somebody that she's dating or somebody she's hooking up with that murders her. And it's typically not white guys. That she's holding her... Gen because the funny part is, 
on one side, the black community says, oh, I don't accept trans women. I don't, I don't fuck with trans women. And then those same men hook up with trans women and then say, oh, she never told me that she was trans. But you, you specifically said that you know a trans woman from a, quote, real woman. So how are you killing a trans woman and then saying she didn't tell you she was trans? That's a discussion that I would actually love to have with somebody, um, but I haven't yet to. Um, yeah. I think that's a harder topic to tackle. But anything you wanted to add or yeah, so I before didn't, I let um, you go? I didn't actually disrespect by mentioning the mental illness thing. I'm just pointing out historical facts that it was classified by the Electric Association as one. I understand, yeah, and I understand your intent was to knowledge. Right, and I understand your intent was to give knowledge, but no matter what your intent was, it was received as disrespect. Not as disrespect, like, I don't want to talk to this guy, I'm going to hang up on him, but it was disrespect, period. That's how I received it. In what way? Um, I, I don't like being classified as in the same category as schizophrenia, and I sure, I'm sure you wouldn't like that either. So, Right, but I'm just saying, like, for example, because we established earlier that when, when we talked about this isn't a physical issue, this is a mental thing. This has to do with your, your, how you think in your mind. I mean, that, right, that's, that's, that's what all mental illness is about. Ultimately, you know, they come down to people. Mm-hmm. Staying in their mind that causes them to view things Differently than the than how reality is. That's how they define. So then, why illness. would why would you ostracize somebody that you feel has a mental illness? Then, well, who's ostracizing who? Well, didn't you just you, say you that I'm that's why the black somebody? community? Um, to a degree, I think you are. In what way? If you saw a a trans woman walking down the street, what would be your first reaction? I have no reaction. I was, I'm just going to keep it moving. I don't, I'm not going to listen to anybody. Okay. I'm just talking about what, what it is here. I mean, again, this is You're this talking about your reality, of, though. Yeah, I'm saying if, if, you, if, if, you if you're going to be real about this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, got, I got something for Now, what if one of them came to you and said, I feel like I am... I should have been born somebody the opposite sex. Would you? Well, gonna, obviously, we're okay. gonna we're gonna have a conversation about it. I'll let them know. I mean, but that's mm-hmm. that's not like I'm not gonna encourage it. Definitely not. Not for my children, of course not. Why would I do that? What do you mean you wouldn't encourage it? Yeah, I'm not like for example, like if you want to do it or somebody else wants to do it, like and that's this your that's your personal right. That's your freedom. You choose whatever you want. Okay. Tell you what, what you can and can't do, but for myself mm-hmm. personally, my children. Obviously, I'm not. I don't. I don't agree with that. I'm not going to tell my children to do it. I'm still going to love them, but I'm not going to encourage them to follow that route. So I will let you know, and I'm going to be 100% honest. Two things are going to happen: either that child is going to suppress who they are, grow up, and you're never going to have a relationship with them, or they are going to say. If my dad doesn't love me, no one will love me, and they're going to kill themselves. How I know that is because there was a girl, and you can look her up, Leela Alcorn. Her parents did not 
accept her for being trans for their religious beliefs. They left their religion over the love for their child. That child at 16 years old committed suicide, walked in front of a train and killed themselves. I'm sorry, a Mack truck and killed themselves because they felt they don't have love at home. No one else is going to love them outside the home. So I, if your child ever did that, I, if well, I were you, I would get more information. You don't know no, that. that that's never going to I know. You don't know. No one, no one knows I, I, if their children. I know. I know a lot of. I know a lot of the science behind this, and how these things come about, okay. which I don't. You know, we need to get into. But there's a whole set of reasons and how this stuff even happens in the first place, which is a whole discussion. But it's down to it. At the end of the day, I'm not going to disrespect someone who's trans or target them, bully them, disrespect them, or treat them the same way I want to be treated. I live my life, you know, regardless of who they are. But the the fact is, what we're going, what we're talking about right now is how the LGBT group or whatever you want to define them as is trying to force society to accept what they do. Nope. See, they, no they're not asking to for time. Force anybody to do something. Oh, they definitely are because you can get fired from your job. How so? If you say, for example, if, if, if I were to say publicly, I don't believe that a man can become a woman. Mm-hmm. If you post that on Twitter and your employer finds out, you get fired for that. That's considered hate speech. That's because gender identity is a protected class. Gender identity includes women, includes transgender, includes nine But that's my point. You, that's proven my no, point. No, that's so not. That, that is, that is that's a sign of forcing people to accept something. No. It is because no. forcing society it's not. to accept something they don't agree with. For example, I don't agree with homosexuality. I don't think it's right. But our society okay. now is telling you you have to accept it, otherwise something's wrong with you. That That's, that's, that's literally correct, like, but, okay. you, you, you remember in the 80s and 90s, and even the early 2000s, like, people were criticizing Christians for getting involved in politics, and they were saying the Christian right is trying to use politics to impose their views on people who don't believe with the same thing they do. That a lot during mm-hmm. the 2000s. And yet I look now, okay. and that's literally what the LGBT are doing. They're using politics to put laws and literally force people who don't agree with them or don't share the same views to have to acquiesce and accept it. And so, so you're and, okay with and, somebody being gay, getting fired simply because they're gay? You're okay with no, that? No, no, we're not talking about somebody. We're not talking about what happens to a gay person. We're talking about somebody who disagrees with homosexuality getting fired from their job. Someone who doesn't believe homosexuality. If you disagree with someone, you don't need to vocalize it. Because if I disagree with your religion, Why not? I'm not going to vocalize it. Because religion People is do a protected class, number one. And no, number two... Not. It's none of my business. Brother, Christianity is Christianity is not protected. There's no First way. First of all, you have you ever turned on the television? Super disrespectful because you just called me brother. I am not a brother. Oh, I'm sorry. That I slipped that wedding. That wasn't like that wasn't conscious. That's just how I talk to you in general with people. But when when it comes to if you're talking about Islam, Islam, Hinduism, Judaism, some of these, yes, those are protected. You can't speak openly. Next you time. can't speak openly. No about one cares if you talk about Christianity. Either. You turn on nope, TV all the you time. Would get fired for that. All the time, you would get fired for that. No, you Saw it happen not. at my job. Saw it happen at my Christi- job. So Christianity, if, 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 if mocking Christianity was a hate crime, why is it done regularly on TV? Why is that the only religion that gets made fun of? Have you ever seen anyone make fun of Islam and keep their job on television as like a TV show also? I'm religion? letting they you know someone at my job got fired for putting posters of their Christian faith around their cubicle 
putting handouts around on on yeah. countertops. Proof they got point. fired. But that, that that's that's my point. So you got someone got fired for for, for publicly expressing their Christian beliefs. Now let's flip the tables. If that person had been a Muslim doing the exact same, same thing, thing, there's no yeah. first of all, no one would, no one would have said anything. The employer would Wrong, have never even dared okay. say no. They wouldn't. They would because they they would get sued for that. So right now you're oh, talking dude. about hypotheticals that don't exist. But no, I'm talking about real sure stuff that, that happens legally all the time. I'm, I'm aware. Can, um, and this happens all so, the time. This is something that I'm, I'm okay. very well aware of. So in our society today, the LG, like we have people now have certain special privileges in society where they can do and say certain things other people can't. So the people that have the most privilege in our society is the LGBT because they are the one group that if you okay. can find them in the slightest way, you they can completely cancel you. Everything, your job, your business, your life, they can make your life a living hell. If they, if, so if, if that's if you the case, why are you not siding with the LGBT? If you feel that we are cancel, we could cancel you in any moment, why aren't you being friends with us? Why aren't you siding with us? Why aren't you... Because I, I'm not, I'm not going to be intimidated to doing something that goes against my that's conscience just because I'm intimidated to do it. That's that's that's, that's the I just don't understand courage. courage is the, courage is standing up for your conviction in the face of pressure. It's not it's not courageous that all these people are going along with the LGBT LGBT agenda because they're afraid. That's what they're doing. They're just doing it because they're scared. They don't want to be. They don't want to lose their job, or they don't want to be called a homophobe or a transphobe. So they're going along with this out of fear. I don't have that fear. I'm going to stand by what I believe and not be afraid of it. I'm not. I don't. I don't hate people that are gay or transgender, but I'm not. I'm not going to be intimidated into accepting something I don't agree with. That's what's being done to society, and that's why okay. this goes back to our issue of the black community. Black people in general, you can't intimidate them like that. White people, I'll be honest, they're more easily intimidated. They can be pressured easily into these things. This is why they go along with it. Whereas black people are like, you're not going to force me to accept something that I'm going to do and try to bully me or put some type of societal pressure on me to accept it. That's why black people are so resistant to it because, they, you know, black people got a certain pride about themselves and they don't take that lying down. Well, I will say it's not all the black community. It's some. Um, I am fortunate oh, enough to I would have, say the majority. Let's say let's say seventy five percent probably right now. I don't Especially I think men. that's a high number. Black men, black men is like eighty to ninety percent. Black women, I would say, is probably lower, but black men, there's no question. Well, I've, it's I've, funny I've, because black I've men are the ones killing black, black trans women. Except so, kind of funny. Well, this goes to your point you brought up earlier. It's, if you if you're a trans woman and you look like a woman completely, where no one nope, can tell that don't, you're you can't say that you can't say that because the same trans woman that, that walks down the street that these black guys say, oh God, that's a that's a man, are the same ones that these black guys are hooking up with. Let's just keep it not 100%. every time because the, if, the stories you're mentioning about about the black dudes who, who attack a if trans you woman, see a trans so woman, it? nope. I think that you are completely wrong about this, and I'm going to call you out on it because you have no so, idea so, so how many are, are you, are you telling I've me had that, that every, have been killed. So are you telling me that every trans woman looks like doesn't look like can't pass as a woman? Like if someone if they weren't to tell you that they were trans, that they could that people wouldn't think that's an actual no. So you're telling so me that so you not, can walk down so the street not, not, not every and see every is the same, trans woman. Some, some, nope, some of them nope, actually nope. like can, I let you ask a question. You're going to let me answer. I let you ask your question. You're going to let me answer. You said that 
if you see a, a black trans woman on the street, you wouldn't say anything. You'd mind your business. That tells me that you know what a trans woman looks like from a black woman, a real, quote, black woman. Well, not so all the time. You cannot, that doesn't mean that at all. You're just being no, 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 words no. Words First of all, First of all, I no literally just said to you that some trans women you can't even tell. You can't even tell if lie. someone they told you that they were trans. What are you talking really? about? Really? So you can't see I've our seen, I've seen trans women that look big hands. You can't see our big feet. Like they're a woman, and if they had, like when they said they were trans, I was surprised. What are you talking about? That happens a bunch. You don't know okay. anyone like that. Okay. Um, <laughs> so okay. Look, no, let me get. Well, I'm trying to understand what you're saying. Are you saying to me that no, you're not trying to understand. What you're saying is, I'm trying to figure out what you're telling me right now. You're trying to, you're trying to, you're trying to tell me that. Yeah, but you're not trying that to every every trans are, woman, a, have, a man is supposed to be able to know that they're nope. trans. How's that even possible? How do they know when we're walking down the street? How do they know when they see? Well, us like I street? said, it, it's it's different person to person. Not every trans person is the same. Come on. Some of them. Okay. Some trans women look. First of like, all, that's just, if they were to tell you that they are trans, you wouldn't believe me. You're like, wow. Some trans women, Come unfortunately, on. they still look like a guy. So they like, you know what I mean? It's like it's obvious. You can see the front of the corner channel for crying out loud. But some of them you can't. And it's mostly so it's not, those. Not mostly those that are being killed. It's mostly the. Well, I don't want anyone to be killed. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not supporting that, that at all. But they're killed by black men. They're killed by the well, black men. Now, now, now you've got to define the why they're being killed. Now, are, are they being killed because they're being targeted because they're trans, or are they being killed because they're in a relationship with a, with a guy, and then they don't tell the person that they're trans, and the guy finds out that he gets angry, he feels violated so in some way. I don't think you're to. hearing me. I don't think you're hearing me. When I see a picture of a trans woman it's who's just been murdered, it's typically not a trans woman that has a ton of money, that has had laser hair removal, that has had microdermabrasion, that could easily pass for a non-transgender woman. It's typically a trans woman who looks a little bit more masculine, doesn't have a lot of money to do all the things that some of us do. The reason why they're being killed is because the boys do- these men don't want their boys to find out they've been hooking up with a trans woman. So they say, oh, she didn't tell me she was trans. You go on there. YouTube, okay, well, then you that, go that's on, a separate issue. You, on that point, I agree with you. You go on anyone who does their, that, obviously, they should go to jail nope. and they should go to jail for life. I mean, that's, I don't know what you want me to but say. But I'm saying those guys are the same guys that are standing with you saying, I don't understand trans women. Those guys secretly are in the back fucking a trans woman. That's my point. Well, that that has nothing That's to do what with makes me. me angry. I don't understand where you get this whole those guys are abusing. I, I don't get that. I, I'm not associated with anyone. I'm speaking for myself. Here. I just think whether you're black, white, or brown, if you don't understand someone's struggle, if you don't understand, even if you do all the research in the world, if you don't sit down and talk to somebody with an open heart and open ears, and you just have your formed opinion, and you want to tell them who they are, you will never learn in this society. You are going to encounter does, does, somebody Does that apply to you too, or does that only apply to people who are doing 100% applies to me because... Okay, so then it goes both ways, right? That's what you and I are doing right now. It does, but I don't listen to hate. It's a two-way thing, right? I don't listen to hate. So, I have no room in my life for hate or heart or, or disrespect. What, what, define, that define I don't hate. What is hate? Is hate? Someone do you mean hate hates anyone me? who disagrees with you is hate? Wrong. You asked me to define it, and I'm going to define it. 
somebody Please. who hates me is somebody who doesn't care to know who the fuck I am. They know what they know, quote, and they're going to try to tell me who I am. That's somebody who hates me. Oh, you did it. You see? So, so you're defining hate as anyone who disagrees with you. Wrong. You did That's not what you hear literally what I just said. said. You just said somebody who knows know what they know, not. and they're going to tell who, you what they who know. Who tries to tell me who I am? That's somebody who hates. How me. is that hate? How how could that how how That's is it hate. hate for someone to disagree with you? That's dude. Hate means you somebody who has a negative what I just said. or a malevolent. I didn't say someone who uh, disagrees with me. You you misunderstood. That's I didn't literally say someone what you who disagree with me. No, it's not even close to what I said. Listen how you said it. You said someone who knows what they know and is trying to tell me what they know about me or not accepting what you're saying about yourself. That literally means you someone who tell someone about This is my point. No one can tell me who I am. I know who I am. So anybody who tries we're not talking to disagree about you. with who I am. If you're talking about transgenderism, that's a topic, not a person. I'm telling you what hate. I'm telling you what hate is. You asked me what the definition Dude, okay. was. I'm telling you. I got you. Okay. So my definition of hate is someone who has a malevolent intent, whether abuse, whether you know, whether it be physical, verbal, whatever it is, or disrespect. That's what I've defined here. Someone who's malevolent. Okay. Your your definition is different from mine. Well, I think my I definition is different. I don't equate hate to somebody, but I, that, that's why we're having a problem in our society today, because we have a certain group of people that are trying to define hate speech. Essentially, as anyone who doesn't accept my viewpoint, that's what it's come down to. Okay. So now our society is being told, if you're a Christian, if you're someone who disagrees with the LGBT, you are now, quote-unquote, under the, 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 the umbrella of hate because you don't accept this group or what they're saying. But this group can then demand everyone accept what they're saying and everyone accept, go by their view, and they can even disrespect your perspective and your religion if they want to. And you have to sit there and take it and not say anything about it. Otherwise, they're going to call you some type of phobia and then dismiss you or cancel you. If that's what we're going to as a society, then how is this being? How is this legit? How is this not nothing more than one group trying to dominate another? And then that same group is turning around telling that other group, yep, oh, what's wrong with you guys? Why don't you accept us while, while they're trying to bully you and demand you and, like, hold, your, hold you by your neck? So I appreciate you calling in. I don't think this is getting really anywhere because I'm listening to you and I can hear you, but I don't think you listen or can hear me, which is fine. That's up to you. I, I've heard um, everything you said and I addressed your point. That's why you I haven't heard it. You listened to make sure I heard yeah, but you. No, you didn't. Sometimes you okay. Give, words give me that one example there. of me doing that. When I told you what my definition of hate was. You completely changed my whole definition. I can disagree with you on the color of the I repeated sky. it back That's to not you hate. three times to, co- to make can, sure that I heard I you can, exactly what you said. And I told you three times that that was wrong. <laughs> so we can how could it be wrong if I'm quoting you? Things, uh, how does that make sense? If, if I'm you saying what you quoting, said right you back to you. You were adding things. That's the thing. You no, were adding. I'm saying the logical conclusion of what you're saying was that. That was my no, answer. On that are. part, yeah, because obviously I have my own opinion. But I did hear what you had to say. But your opinion. That's what you said. Your opinion. Oh, so are you, you're is telling me that to hear you means nope, 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 I have to like nope, accept your point. Nope. I don't get it. Sorry, you don't get it because you don't you don't listen to people. I, I mean, I don't I don't know you from Adam, but oh, for okay. me, now, you're not tell listening me what, what to me. What does it mean to listen to someone? 
Does it mean to when you hear listen to someone? Saying, well, okay. First of all, agree with them. When you ask a question, you ask the question and you stop. You don't ask the question and add things. That's the first part of listening. <laughs> Number one. Number I'm giving two, you context to the question listen. because I've asked you questions before I got the and you didn't answer it directly. So I'm context. clarifying it to make it simple. I got your context. Don't worry. To listen to someone means you hear the words they're saying, you absorb them, you apply them to whatever lack of knowledge that you have about the situation, and then you come up with a question or a follow-up question or some, a comment to try to gain more understanding because you're trying to ascertain what they're saying. That's listening. That's literally what I, I did don't this know whole what you conversation. Were doing. Every point you've made, I've heard you process it and made a response. You, have, you heard. The fact you that I'm responding, what, 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 a lot, what a follow-up question proves I'm hearing what you're saying. No, it doesn't. <laughs> It proves no, that no, you see, cause you, you still don't you're playing listen. this you're playing this little game here of you want me to accept what you're saying, I have to somehow no. agree with it in some shape or form for you to consider me listening to it. I've I've Wrong. heard every point you've made clearly and given a logical response in response to it, whether it's a critique or a follow up question to get a further understanding of what you're saying. Every single point you've made. So you can't give I me one example of me either not listening to you, disrespecting you, or taking you out of context. Did. And that's why every time, um, I've, every I, time I didn't understand plenty. what you're saying, I've repeated it several times. So I think there are some people in life that like to argue with people just to argue, not to learn, not to get better as a human being, just to argue. And I think you might okay. be one of those so people. I could, I could say there's some people like um, you who want people to accept what they're saying, and anyone who dares question it, there's something wrong with them because they have to always be right. I could you say could the same say thing that, about you, but I've already that. proven that that's not who I am, so that's fine. Yeah, but right, you've still proven my you point. Haven't said, you have yet, and yet then to, you called me bro. So I'm going to end this call because oh, okay. that's twice you've been disrespectful. It's my fault. My bad, man. I just it, can't. It just, nope, you sound nope. like I think I'm that's good. why I came up. I appreciate you for calling, but thank you. So I'm glad I had that conversation with that person. Um, and I learned in customer service, you don't give people three chances to disrespect you. Two, because the first time is a mistake, the second time is intentional. And I think with that person, found my podcast somehow, and the first thing he wanted to do was argue, not learn. And that's... Ugh. I hate when people do that. I hate when people take time out of their day just to hate on someone else. I really hate that because that time could have been better spent getting to know someone that was different. I could have, and I'm not saying he had to agree with everything that I said, but I just can't stand when people take time out of their day to be miserable to somebody else. And my final point on this topic is we don't have to agree everything. But as I said, as a tax-paying American, we should not give a fuck about what somebody else has to say about their own life. And another point I want to make that I feel needs to be addressed I'm sure that you, you listening probably heard me hang up on him. And I'm sure you're wondering, you know, why did you hang up? If you heard as I was hanging up on him, 
he kept saying, you sound like a dude. That is somebody who called, that is somebody who called in to spew hate, to try to make me look or feel like I'm inferior for whatever reasons he has, but also, more importantly, someone who did not want to learn. He just wanted to rant. And I don't care who he is. I don't care about him being canceled. What's going to happen to him is what I said at the beginning of this podcast, karma. Karma will come to that man, and he will understand why he comes off hateful. He will understand why he is at his rock bottom, whatever that rock bottom may be. Whatever karma happens to him is up to him. But it's just funny how this was a podcast about karma, and I got to show everybody an example of that. Um, Anyway, the last couple points I want to make are um, the TV and movie reviews. I saw Zack Snyder's Justice League, and it was amazing in the fact that it explained a lot of really... um, For example, seeing, okay, I'm just going to be general because I don't want to give spoilers away. I'm sure everybody has seen Josh Whedon's Justice League. So in one scene, let's say Wonder Woman was holding a cup. And in the Zack Snyder version, it showed a whole entire scene that led up to her holding that said cup. That's what the difference of the two movies are. Um, It's four hours long. Batman versus Superman was three hours long. So was it good? I feel like if you want to watch this four-hour movie, you have to go back and watch Man of Steel, and you have to go back and watch Dawn of Justice, and then watch this four-hour movie. Do you watch those two? It makes a little bit more sense, but yeah. Was it good? It was okay. It wasn't horrible. It was okay, though. Um, I also saw the movie Music, directed and written by Sia, about a girl, Kate Hudson, who gets custody of her severely autistic sister and has to take care of her when their grandmother dies. It was really good. It has, you know, musical fantasies and It's really good. And then I watched Promising Young Woman, which is um, written and directed by the woman who plays Camilla Parker Bowles in The Crown. Carrie Mulligan is a woman named Cassie who basically she avenges her her, um, best friend's death. Her best friend committed suicide after being raped in college. They were childhood best friends. And what she does is she pretends she's drunk at a club, gets a guy to take her to his house, and then embarrasses the guy by coming awake and saying, you know, you did this and you tried to drug me and blah, 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 blah. So um, 
all hell breaks loose. Is the reason why it's called Promising Young Woman is because she was in medical school with her best friend to be a promising young woman, to be a doctor. And once her friend got raped in college, she took care of her and she left her, she left medical school. She left everything to take care of her friend. And so when her friend ends up committing suicide, she also decides to um, start this revenge plot. So it was really good. Um, Carrie Mulligan deserves an Oscar. She was fantastic in it. But I think Audra Day has it locked up as Billie, um, Billie Holiday. I mean, Audra and Billie, she sound, Audra sounded like Billie Holiday. Is it Andra? Or, no, it's Andra Day. Sorry, I keep calling her Andra. Andra Day. She sounded like Billie Holiday, both singing and speaking. So yeah, I, she just embodied Billie Holiday. I just think it's, I think, yeah, she deserves the Oscar. Um, my Eva Mendez moment, I, I think I mentioned it before. I was on, um, I think I mentioned it when I was talking to, the, to Mike, which was probably not his name because he didn't want to be canceled or whatever. Um, I was on Instagram Live with Milan Christopher, and we were having, he was having a discussion about Little Mama, who said that she wanted to start a heterosexual movement. And Milan and I were talking about exactly what I said, you know, how the black community isn't very accepting. And he said to me, you are amazing. You are all these things. And he was really supportive. But the thing that made it the Eva Mendez moment, it was, number one, this was somebody that I looked up to and that I followed on Instagram. So to be talking to him live was really cool. Um, but it always feels a little bit like, um, I don't know exactly the word. It feels, a, a, I don't know. I don't know what the word is, but it makes me happy when I connect with somebody who's of color because I know that there's more Milans out there than there are Mikes. Um, and I appreciate that. I want to give a shout out to this guy, George, who I have a crush on uh, from afar. I would never approach him. He's way too young for me. Um, his name is George. If you go on TikTok, it's George EOS1. And on Instagram, it's G underscore E-M underscore um, on IG. Sorry, did I say Instagram? I don't know. Um, the thing I like about him is, yes, he's very good looking. Yes, he's tall. Yes, he's Greek. Yes, he has a sexy deep voice. But he actually works. He works for his family's um, countertop business. They do countertops. I think they're into kitchen renovations. I'm not quite sure, but I know that they cut marble for countertops and whatnot. And he's just like a normal dude who happens to be handsome, who happens to be on Instagram and TikTok. He's not pretentious. He's not a jerk. He's not into himself. He just, he knows he's good looking, but he's, he's not like, that gives me certain privileges. He works hard for everything from his, 
you know, the haircuts he gets to the shoes he wears. And you can tell he's like a humble guy. And I appreciate that. So I wanted to give him a shout out. Um, lastly, I want to end on this. I don't know if you guys could tell because he wasn't listening. He was hearing me, but he wasn't listening. If you guys ever want to call in, 100%, I will accept a call. I will end the call if I feel like it's hatred, though. And I don't know if you guys ever heard, um, because, again, he was talking over me a lot. Hatred for me is somebody who tells me and other people who they are. You cannot tell somebody who they are because that is who they are. They've decided who they are. You need to respect it. If you don't respect it, that's hatred. Hatred is not disagreeing with someone's viewpoint of thing other than that. So you can tell me that you don't like my haircut. You can tell me you don't like my earrings or my nail polish, that's a disagreement because you, I obviously like them because I'm wearing them. But what you can't do is tell me me being transgender is wrong. That's hatred because you don't know what's right or wrong. You are not the authority of what's right or wrong. God is the authority of what's right or wrong. And until he comes down here and states exactly to our faces not in a translated book, until he states what is right or wrong, you are not the deciding factor of what's right or wrong. If you think you are, you think you're God, you think you're above God, and that's not going to happen. No one is above God. Whether you believe in God or not, whether you believe in Allah or whatever, I don't know, whatever your views are, you are not above anybody else. So when you judge other people for who they are, that is hatred. Worry about yourself. Worry about people around you. Don't worry about some, some stranger walking down the street. That has nothing to do with you. And if your boss tells you that you have to accept somebody who's different from you, you can say to yourself, I don't accept it, but I'm going to respect it. Because this world is constantly changing. The person that drives the bus on your way to work, the person that gives you your, you packs up your groceries, the person that drives you in an Uber, the person that is even your pastor could be struggling with, you have no idea. Just stop being so negative. Christianity is not about judging people. Christianity is not about being negative. Christianity is about loving people who are different. And I'm going to say this. I'm going to end this by saying, that guy, Mike, does not speak for the black community. Not, he doesn't speak for 80% of the black community. He doesn't speak for 50% of the black community. He speaks for himself. I am not going to go out into this world after that conversation and believe black people don't, won't ever support me because I am trans. 
and they think it's in a mental disorder. I'm going to believe that one person thinks that. See, with masks, oh, my gosh, I know masks suck. They really do suck. Even before, I think before the masks, I, I got a lot of black people nodding and saying hello. If they said something behind my back, like down the street, I didn't hear it. But I tell you something, with the masks on, I feel people are more friendly to each other. And I think maybe we should just wear masks all the time because people are so much more friendly. They'll hold open doors. They'll give a little nod. I miss seeing people smile, though. I will be honest with you. But my listeners in Spain, my listeners in Africa, my listeners in Italy, in the U.S., everywhere, that people that are listening, the mics in the world, we have to let them be them. Let them be them over there. You don't have to try to change their minds. You don't have to try to understand them. There are just some people in life that don't want to be understood, don't want to, don't want to understand you. You have to be okay with that. So I appreciate you guys listening. I'm glad you heard me defend myself, defend my community. But I just thought it was so ironic that a person like that calls in on a podcast for karma. But I will speak to you all next week. Have an amazing, amazing day. And please, please be kind to one another. Still thirsty for more tea? Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at The Spilled Tea PC. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Spilled Tea. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.